Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to another episode of our new series, Premier League Season Preview, where we look ahead to two teams and how their season is looking ahead of the Premier League starting this Coming weekend, we've done uh, lots of interesting teams, but now we get to the real meat of it. Liverpool and Manchester City. I'm joined by Andrew Pollard to talk about this. And these are two sides we've talked a lot about over the last few weeks and months. And yet it's still so up in the air in terms of next season. Uh, I know who the bookies are saying, but for you, Andrew, who are favourites for the title this season? I think, um, firstly, it's nuts to think that the Premier League season starts again this weekend. It's <laughs> absolutely crazy. Even though I was involved in the fantasy football draft this past weekend, I still didn't click in yeah. my head that, wow, things are going this, this coming weekend. Um, for me, uh, I think right now looking at it, I probably would give Manchester City the uh, the edge. But I think uh, I think those, well, obviously, I think Manchester City and Liverpool will be the two front runners, And I, I do think that Chelsea will be in the conversation this time out as well. But... Yeah, if I was going to pick one right now, gun to the head style, I would uh, I would just about go with Man City. Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think it's the old adage of a team not really strengthening or adding to their side. And you always feel that there's a chance that they can sort of tread water and teams can kind of figure them out. And, yeah. you know, that's happened a lot in previous seasons. I'm not going to get quite so hyperbolic as uh, some friends of mine who were chatting over the weekend noticeably these are Manchester United fans, one of whom claimed that Liverpool were going to finish sixth next season. Wow, bold. But that's a very bold statement. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, they may well not win the title. I don't think they're going to fall mm. off a cliff, however. Um, we've talked a lot, as I said, about these two sides. Uh, Manchester City in particular, in relation to Lionel Messi, that whole thing sort of fell apart on Friday and, and over the weekend, of course, with Messi seemingly forced to stay at the Camp Nou. Um, in a weird way, does not signing Lionel Messi kind of benefit Man City ahead of this season? In a very weird way, I think it 100% does. Um, I'd mentioned it when this was all going on, the, the Messi deal seemed on to, to Manchester City. And I think I might even have said something along the lines of, if they sign Lionel Messi, I don't think they'll win the league. Because uh, at that point, it, it was a case of obviously Messi was trying to get out of his contract for free. Barcelona wanted seven hundred million, and then there was this kind of two hundred million. Um, it was said that Manchester City had put aside for Messi, and I think if you invest that in one player who is thirty three, who you're not going to get any sell on, on because the plan was to send him to New York in what three years. Mm. Um, to me, I, I just thought for that sort of money, I'd, I'd, if I, I know Manchester City have got lots of money, but I'd just be looking to use that money elsewhere in the squad. They don't. 
it's crazy to say what they didn't need. They don't need uh, Lionel Messi. Um, I think Bernardo Silva there on the, the right wing has been great. Uh, Riyad Mahrez can come in there. Uh, and they've got plenty of other options that can go on, on that right side. Or, or again, obviously, the number 10, Messi could go there. And I think, yeah, you've got options there. You've got Kevin De Bruyne can play there. Phil Foden's coming through now. It looks like he's probably going to get a lot more games this coming season. And again, Bernardo Silva can play there. But I think... Yeah, I don't think Manchester City needed Messi. Would they have loved to get him? Oh, yeah, of course. It would have mm. been a great addition for any side. But I just think, for, for me, uh, I don't think it hurts them at all. I think they'll be better off without Lino Messi and using that money elsewhere than they would if they spent the money it would have taken to have gotten him there. Uh, of course, huge loss losing uh, David Silva at the end mm. of last season. Yeah. So who are the, the key players for, for fans to look out for in terms of Manchester City next season? Well, over the weekend, Gareth Southgate was saying about how Raheem Sterling's taken his game to this whole other level. And I think, yeah, I think Sterling is just, he always looks like he's going to score. Every game he plays, he looks like he's going to score. Um, or he's going to do something. If he doesn't mm. score, he's still a bit of a pest and he'll, he'll be involved in anything positive that Manchester City do. And I think he's, in the last season, I thought he really stepped up and showed a new level of maturity and a, and a new level of. Uh, I guess um, a more clinical side to his game mm. when it when it comes to putting chances away because that's something that's maybe been thrown at him possibly unfairly in years past that he he maybe takes a few extra chances to score. Well, I saw happened in the Champions League. Yeah, I was I was going to say there are still those moments, um, and obviously people are still um, dreaming of it. Possibly it could have come home if he didn't. Um, yeah, if he'd have squared it to uh, to Harry. no, it was the other way around, wasn't it? If Harry Kane squared missed, it to him and he was offside. Yes. I don't want to talk about it. It's still coming home it's next year. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think Sterling's key. I think obviously it goes without saying KDB, Kevin De Bruyne um, in midfield is just, to me, I think I'd, I'd possibly go out and say he's the best midfielder in world football right now. Um, just such a, a beautiful footballer to watch. And again, always seems to deliver. Mm. Um, so I think those two are key. Um and yeah, you look elsewhere. I just think there's there's just so much quality in this this squad. Um, and uh, Emmerich Laporte as well at centre half. If if he can if he can stay fit for the season, then again he's one of the very best centre backs in the league in 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 world football. So I think yeah, they're the three for me that are kind of the foundations. Um, I think obviously Ed, Edison in goal is, is also a very good goalkeeper, so that helps. But yeah, there's there's just there's so much quality wherever you look. Like Liverpool as well, to be fair. Wherever you look in the, these squads, there is just so much quality. Yeah, when it comes to, to Man City, I think last season, I'm not suggesting that, that Liverpool wouldn't have won the title had Man City had a better season because they Liverpool had a near-perfect season, um, obviously. But I think it didn't help either that Man City just... They weren't the Man City we saw that, you know won however many games in a row towards the end of the previous season that, that took them to that title. Um, and I think, yeah, the, the defensive issues is, is one of the major things there. It's going to be very interesting to see how they shape up this season when it comes to City. Um, and, you know, you mentioned the kind of key players there. Like you say, the strength and depth this squad has. Goals from Mares, Bernardo Silva. I think a lot of people are kind of weirdly sleeping on Gabriel Jesus. Like the what he's performed like in, ter in terms of the... Real Madrid game in the Champions League just reminded everyone he is a world-class striker. And if anything should happen to Sergio Aguero, he is more than ready to stay, step up and play week in, week out. Um, I suppose with such resources at his fingertips, it's going to be very interesting to see what Man City's priority is going to be this season. Of course, a few months back, they weren't even going to be in the Champions League. They are now, of course, uh, yeah. allowed to play in the Champions League. It's still the thing. I, I, I insist that... 
the season just gone. If they were ever going to win the Champions League, it was going to be then. Um, but what what are they going to prioritise? The question marks will always remain about what's going to happen with Pep Guardiola, despite the fact we haven't heard any complaints recently. You know, is he going to stick around at the end of this season? Is he going to hopefully try and organise some sort of transfer for Messi that will keep him at the Etihad for, for slightly longer? But in terms of, yeah, trophies, I've no doubt that they can compete on all fronts. But is it is it the Premier League or is it the Champions League they're focusing on? And I've no doubt they can compete in both. But uh, what do you see them doing this season? Yeah, I think with City, especially after they, they won that that first Premier League title, I think the, the next step then was always, right, how can we go about the Champions League? And that does seem to have been the narrative over the last few seasons where that is their big one. Yeah, that they're still winning Premier League titles, not last season, but they're still winning Premier League titles, but they're still always eyeing up that Champions League is that... Um, just that, that monkey to get off the back sort of thing. is it, It's all well and good winning league titles. It's all well and good being one of the biggest clubs in the world. But it's that Champions League is just the pinnacle. But with, with that in mind, I think if there was going to be a priority, like you said, they're, they're very much capable of competing on all fronts in the domestic cups, the Premier League uh, and the Champions League. But I don't know. I think if, if one thing has slightly more focus, I think this season it will be the Premier League because... It's they're going to want that title back. Uh, Liverpool aren't going to want to give it up, but I think Manchester City, their their focus, their main focus has to be the Premier League. Um, and if they, if they can go far in the Champions League, if they can win a Champions League, great, that's a fantastic addition. But I think it's that statement where they've been knocked off their perch, to coin a phrase uh, from Sir Alex, but Manchester City were knocked off their perch by Liverpool last season. Um, and this is a Liverpool team that took them very close the season before. So City are going to want to put this marker down of like, right, OK, you've had your one year. Now we're taking this back to Manchester. And so I think the Premier League will be, if there was going to be one, uh, one, I guess, focus point for mm. them, I think it would be getting that Premier League title back first and foremost. And then anything else is a bonus. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Transitioning to talk about Liverpool then in terms mm. of their priorities... Um, obviously, will fans will will feel like unless you can defend a Premier League title, and there's yep. there's there's wind up merchants left, right, and centre saying, well, you didn't really win the Premier League. You had a big old pause in the middle of it. It's not a proper. It's always still with an asterisk. I still wind up you and saying stuff like that. They'll want to retain that, but also they'll know that they are still a powerhouse in Europe, and they mm. they have a certain record to maintain there. And I know you and himself said that you'd like to see them competing in. The FA Cup, for example, too. So it's very interesting to see how they set things out, especially because they had such a perfect season last year. Yeah, and and with that wait having been so long, thirty years to to get the the title back for Liverpool, 
that, that there's a whole new pressure now. There's the pressure of of getting that title, but when you win it, your first ever Premier League title, um, then there's that 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 extra level of pressure now. Of like, right, okay, you've got this now. How do you keep it? Manchester City have strengthened. Manchester United have strengthened. Spurs are, are probably going to strengthen. Well, they've got Joe Hart, yeah. Um, and Arsenal are strengthening. Chelsea have gone out and spent a whole load of money. So all these teams are. are chomping on Liverpool's tail and there's that pressure now of like right okay you've got to hold them off yes they had a great season last year the year before they had a great season um, and I think they've got a great squad with a, a fantastic manager but yeah there's there's a whole added layer of pressure now we've seen it before with teams where when they win a league it's just it's yeah they, they kind of stumble over themselves a little bit in that next season and uh, I think it's yeah it's going to be uh, it's going to be fascinating to see how Liverpool get on with this now being in that role of of defending champions if you're a Liverpool fan, would you be concerned at the form? I mean, you know, they basically had the title wrapped up and it was surreal circumstances, of course, to be playing football in. But I read somewhere that if the season had started and ended after lockdown, they'd have been sort of like mid-table with their results. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it can be partially excused for the reasons that I mentioned and the fact that they were probably partying for a week solid after officially winning the Premier League title. Uh, but they didn't win the, didn't win the uh, charity shield uh, against Arsenal. That went down to penalties, of course. The concern is, and we saw this last season when it came head-to-head to Liverpool and City, if you lose ground early on, it's very difficult to, to suddenly get it back because you know either Liverpool or Man City, they take no prisoners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. That was exactly what happened last season. Um, Liverpool just, they didn't take their foot off the, the pedal from the from the get-go right the way through, where City had their blips. Um, obviously, Leicester was second for a while and until City got that back. So, yeah, it shows that this league can be, it's, it is, um, that momentum is so, um, such a, a big uh, factor in any season. And, and Liverpool last year had that momentum early on and just ran with it. And, yeah, they, they would, it was nearly a flawless season for them. And I think, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they get on early doors because that form after lockdown wasn't great. Um, but I, I don't know. It's it's hard in one way to read too much into it because the reasons, like you said, there it's they're entitled to to have taken their foot off the gas there. They they were they were out celebrating uh, for weeks on end. It seems like, um, and also it's a case of giving players games who may not have featured mm. before or just just keeping things fresh and and like just winding down that season. And yeah, the, the community shield was. Yeah, it wasn't great uh, from a Liverpool point of view, I thought. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying not to read too much into those. And it's more a case of just seeing how they get on these first few weeks of the season. Um, and also seeing if if and when they can bring any more players in before mm. the, the, the transfer window closes. Because that was, to me, one of the great things about Sir Alex Ferguson was he could take a winning, successful side, a great side... And he'd always maintain it fresh. He'd always, yeah, okay, we've won whatever. We've won the treble in 1999 sort of thing, he'd be saying. And then he'll go out and he'd replace players. He'd make those big calls. He'd bring in those big names. Even if it's a case of, right, okay, well, I don't know where this player fits into my team now, who I'm going to go and buy, but I'm going to make it work and keep everybody happy. And that's that'll be interesting to see whether whether Jurgen Klopp makes any more signings before uh, October sometime, whenever it is. Yeah, it's fascinating to, to talk to Liverpool fans about it because they're they're obviously understandably optimistic about this upcoming season but there is that sort of caveat of yeah we'll be fine as long as we maybe get Thiago in there or other signings I know they got was it Simicas I never know how to pronounce his name uh, yeah Simicas I go with Constantino yeah. Simicas from uh, Olympiakos for what, but aside 11, from that I mean. will their lack of lack of signings potentially cost them the title 
Um, it could do. It, it could do because it is this kind of double-edged sword. If you want to reward the, the loyalty of the players who won you that league, you want to have that nurturing arm and bring through young players, a, a Curtis Jones, a, a Nico Williams. You want those players to be getting more games. But then I, it's you, the pressure's on to maybe bring in some big-name signings. It's Yeah, it's it's so such a, a fine balance in that. And you think that, yeah, to me, I think they need another centre-half uh, mm. for sure. Um, I mean, first choice you'd imagine it'd be Van Dijk and uh, probably Joe Gomez mm. if he's fit. Um, and he's still got Matip, but Dejan Lovren's left. So there's people might mock Dejan Lovren at times, but either way, he was he looked good at times this season. I thought, well, this past season, but either way, it's another senior centre back that has has departed, and I think they could do with somebody there. Um, then there is the whole saga of Thiago, Thiago Alcantara with, from Bayern Munich where they seem to be interested in him but they don't want to pay the £30 million that Bayern Munich are, are looking for. But then if he comes in, it looks like Gini Van Aldum's on his way out to Barcelona. Mm. Um, they've lost Adam Lallana as well on a, on a free transfer. He's gone to, to Brighton, um, which I don't think that's a massive miss because obviously he's had his massive injury problems over the last 18 months or so. So he's not a, a pivotal part of the playing side of things really there for them. But I just, yeah, you think that they need somebody uh, and maybe somebody in that final third because, I, I don't know, just some freshness and to keep players on their toes really. But it's, yeah. it's always that kind of the other side of it is it's hard to attract top, top, top players when you can only play 11 players. And if... It's, but it's all. This is all why Jurgen Klopp is a top manager. This is the sort of thing that he has to deal with. Yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be very interesting. Like you say, the strength and depth at Liverpool, because you know I love the likes of Jones and Brewster and people like that that, that Liverpool have been bringing through. Having said that, it's not quite the same as bringing a Shakiri or a Wijnaldum or a Lallana, like you said, off the bench. Uh, just before we talk about their key players to, to watch out for, which you know everyone should really know about by now. Uh, certainly teams who are trying to figure them out. But I, I think we should dispel a rumour of, you know, or Liverpool had it easy. You know, City had all the injury problems and things go against them last season. And it was it was plain sailing for Liverpool. You know, they lost. They lost Alisson. Um, they, they had their own issues. So yeah. it's 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 not as if everything went perfectly for them. It's just you would watch them and just go, well, yeah, obviously they win this game. It was just, It was strange to just be so presumptuous about a victory because they just looked unplayable. Will will that affect them this season? Will teams potentially figure them out? Oof, that's what we're going to have to wait and see, I think. I suppose it's, it's one thing figuring them out. It's another thing actually it, executing that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but that's that's uh, the big one now where we've seen that, that Klopp, every season that he's been there, is um, put his own stamp on his team and his own image and his own style. And now he kind of got to the point where this is his perfect system, his perfect style, his perfect team with his perfect players. And now he's got to this peak. It's like, well, yeah, how, how are everybody else going to respond to it? Have other managers worked it out? And like you said, if it's one thing working it out, but it's a completely different beast being able to stop it. Um, and... I don't know. You could say it's, it's hard to look at it because you can say that maybe they got worked out towards the end of the season. But as mentioned, that was mm. the players were kind of half on the beach, uh, were celebrating, and it was a lot of giving some uh, fringe players or young players a, a run out. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's going to be fun to see, I, I think, with this one. Um, and also, I, I think it's it's going to be fun to see how, how Pep responds as well on the City side, whether he mm. tinkers with anything up from, from City to to try and get that title back but yeah it's gonna be interesting with Klopp because we saw him he, he obviously broke up that dominance of, of Bayern Munich um in, in the Bundesliga and, and won the title there with with Borussia Dortmund but then 
that was kind of that was just a, a, a one-off there, really. Um, and Bayern Munich were, were right back on top and haven't really looked back in the last mm-hmm. six, seven seasons. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting, I think. There's going to be like a lot of pressure on the squad. I think there's a lot of pressure now on Jurgen Klopp. I think what the difference maker will be, as we get on to these key players, I think the difference maker that could mean Liverpool in the league is if Roberto Firmino gets his scoring boots on, I think he could be the thing that changes, th- changes things up. Because obviously you look at that side and you go, well, the key players are almost the starting eleven for them because mm. they are so, so good. Robertson, TAA, Allison, Van Dijk, Gomez, uh, Henderson, Mane, Salah, etc., etc. The list goes on and on and on. Um, but Firmino, you know, he was essential as part of that side, but didn't score as many goals as you would expect from an out, not an out and out striker, but from a striker in a in a Premier League winning side. I think if he can up his goals tally, that could be a difference maker. Yeah, that's always going to have an impact, I think. But I, I don't think I don't. Well, Klopp's come out in interviews and said he's not too fussed about it because I think with Roberto Firmino, it's more about okay, he's he's classed as a striker, he's mm. classed as a forward, but he's more of that a little bit like a. I guess in a way, a little bit like a Dennis Bergkamp, where it's more of that that drop off, and you just yeah. he's there to thread that attacking play um, for other people around him, uh, and obviously chip in with his fair share of goals. Which there is the argument that yeah, okay, maybe Firmino should score more, but I think so long as he's playing well and involved in, in the more positive side of Liverpool's game, and and the goals are coming from uh, Sadio Mane or Mo Salah or whoever, I don't know. I, I think he's at a point where there's. Yeah, they'd love him to be scoring 20 goals a season, but I don't think there's immediate pressure on him to do that when he's performing well and and he's playing such a, a pivotal part in other players scoring. So, yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, if he was to start bagging 20, 25 goals a season, that's a massive bonus. Mm. But I think as long as his, his role in the team is effective in the way that it was last season, I think, that he'll, yeah, I think he'll still be OK. It's going to be very interesting to see how these two sides start the season and certainly the first head-to-head match will be mouth-watering watching. Let us know your thoughts on Liverpool and Man City. Personally, I see Man City winning the title and Liverpool definitely winning some form of silver, whether that be League Cup, FA Cup or Champions League. Uh, I'm not going to be drawn on, but it's going to be a fascinating season. Do let us know your thoughts uh, in the comment section below or on Twitter at WhatCultureFC. Make sure you uh, like, share and subscribe, of course, uh, and subscribe to what Culture Football wherever you get your podcasts from for daily football podcasts. And you know what? While you're down there in the comment section, let us know what other content you'd love to see from us ahead of the season starting. We're, of course, going to be doing a little bit of fantasy football uh, tips I don't know why you'd listen to me on something like that. But anyway, (laughs) uh, we will be doing that. But anything else you'd like to see us do uh, throughout this season, do let us know in the comments section. And you can uh, contact us on Twitter, as I said, at WhatCultureFC. You can also follow both of us. Andrew, where can people get you? You can get me at CulturedLeftPeg. And you can find me at Adam Wilborn. Can't believe the new season is but days away. But anyway, this has been the Premier League season preview of Liverpool and Manchester City for now. My thanks to Andrew Pollard. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.